Quick Stop is brought to you by Lucky Dice Games. Check them out at stores.ebay.com slash Lucky Dice Games. Everybody, welcome to Clickstoff today. This is your host Daniel Powell speaking, and Clickstoff is brought to you by The Rock and Lucky Dice Games, along with Big Bang's Toys, Comics, and Games. All the links to our fine sponsors are in the podcast description below. Feel free to give them a check out. And we also are everywhere these days. All of our social media presences are in the podcast descriptions and on our Facebook page. We have reached affiliate level on our Twitch stream that Lane and Mike are doing, so we are excited about that. Um, so we are just loving our uh, expansion of the Clickstaff uh, Empire, we'll call it. Um, along with that, today I am joined by Jason Alvey. What's up? And I am joined, finally, by David Mangoggle Gosselman. Um, I've been locked away for forever. Yeah, we unlocked it. It's like you promoted, Dave. You promoted from, Somebody, from 30 to 150 points. Right, I, I Battlefield promoted. Yeah, there you go. You went from <laughs> you, you went from uh, Mark 1 Iron Man to Mark 7. No, man, I, I went from Marvel Girl to Dark Phoenix. Oh, even better. <laughs> and our super special guest today, um, and friend of the show, and f- all of our friends, the... Uh, what did I call it earlier? The bearded Canadian goose butt kicker PJ Bolin. Hey guys! Wow, that's... he's the. Or, I mean, <laughs> hey, hey, hey guys! Hey. The king of the north. Congratulations, <laughs> sir! Thank you. So, um, today we're going to talk to PJ about his win, and we're also going to review the Batman the animated series maps and all of their consolations and different things that you can get for winning map and how important I believe that these things uh, are to the uh, competitive game going forward. Um, you know, I'm trying not to say meta anymore, guys. I'm trying to uh, call it... Are we starting a new starting a new phrase that we're doing? Um, it's something that, that Pat tells us he doesn't ever want us to use meta. Um... Uh, in our articles, um, so I'm trying to like uh, train myself to get rid of that word. Uh, in Competitive, hero clicks friendly. Meta yeah. has a bad connotation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it does. I think. Um, yeah. So, competitive landscape. Uh, I think will be my go <laughs> go to go to adjective for it. There. There you um, go. Instead of just saying, this piece is meta. Even though it is fun to say, this piece is meta as fuck. So what are you going to say now? This piece, this piece is what? I, I just Competitive really, friendly. Really good for the competitive <laughs> landscape. How about that? It's like competitive Ooh. shrubbery. 
or something. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> competitive shrubbery. Well, we already have competitive. <laughs> we already have competitive mud piles. So, right. Uh, oh my goodness. And we have competitive I mean, shrubbery too. They're called walking woods. Yeah, there you right. go. And Groot's and Florcosaurus. <laughs> so many trees in the meadow yeah. right now. <laughs> Welcome to garden time with Click Stars. Yeah. Right. The competitive landscape is actually a landscape. <laughs> PJ so. started a lot of the competitive landscaping. Mm-hmm. It's like, a, like a, the Arbor Day of competitive Clicks players. I have a green thumb. What, you, what can I say? <laughs> oh, man. So, um, let's just jump into the newest addition to the competitive landscape, and that is location bonuses. Um, and, Jason, I just realized that Jeremy's team was illegal last night. Really? What, did he, what, was, what, was, what was it? You may add one location to your starting force. Oh, he put two of them on it? Yeah. You can you can use two if it's from the same location. Can you really? Yeah. Um, you may add any number of locations, different bonuses to your starting oh, force. Oh, okay. So Jeremy's force wasn't illegal. It was just really annoying. He had the he had both of the Harley and the Harley and the Joker ones. Yeah. yeah, he had the Harley and the Joker ones from the Ha Ha Hacienda. Oh well, that's something I don't get to give Jeremy shit about. Now operating his team, on the other hand. I can give him some shit about that still. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Jeremy's trying though. I'm pretty. I'm pretty proud of Jeremy uh, for trying some Gotham City stuff uh, with this new set. But anyways, I think uh, I think that's going to be a lot to lot to come out in the next few weeks. Gotham City Underworld. So let's talk about the Ha Ha Hacienda first. This is from the Batman the Animated Series starter. Um, the map itself has two uh PJ what do we call those extended starting areas when they're in the corners or uh the 4x4s in the corners I call them corner zones yeah uh, I call them danger zones yeah so the the corner zones are already <laughs> just the fact that you have another map with corner zones is inherently good um so, G- Genosha, um, Muir Island, uh, Wonder Woman Battle, Bel- Belgium Battle in the Rock. Um, so, this map's already great to start out with. So, you can pay for two locations at this one. They're five points each. Um, the first one is, uh, at the beginning of the game, choose a friendly character. That character has free roll a d6. You may have this location make a range attack with four range, ten attack, one damage. From the orange square matching the result, damage dealt by this attack is penetrating. If the character given this action is the Joker, roll 2d6 instead and choose either results. This attack can't target friendly characters. Um, And the consolation is friendly characters named the Joker, modify attack plus 1. So if you win map, you get the bonus. If you don't win map, you get the consolation. Um... So the map attacks you. So we don't know yet at this point if these maps or any if any of them are going to be banned or not on the WizKids legal list. But I think for purposes of today's discussion, we'll assume that they are going to all be legal. Um, so I'll just open it up, guys. Uh, PJ, if you want to kick us off, the map can attack you. Is this good? Yeah, uh, it's definitely good. 
Um, and looking at like the layout of the map, the only places that aren't within four squares of something is the starting zones. So, like, I'm looking at it, I don't think there's any square outside of, like, very close to your starting area that isn't going to be within the range of one of those spots. So, it is kind of random, but it is also free. Mm-hmm. With no downside, right? Because there's no right. character, so there's no crit missing it. Um, and yeah. to be fair, there's no... Uh, crit hitting it either, right? I mean, you if you can't prob it out of crit hitting you. You can't prob it at all. Right. right. So. Right. And um, the other thing, it doesn't say anything about line of fire, right? Uh, no. Four, it well, says it has four range. Right. It's just four, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so line of fire doesn't matter. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure, like, if you can hide behind some of that blocking up there or whatever, but... Um, to me, if it says that if it has four range, that would mean that it's making a range attack, and inherently range attacks require line of fire. That's true. It does actually specifically say make a range attack. Right. Yeah, if it just said make an attack within four squares, then it wouldn't have a, uh, that stipulation. Yeah, but either way, it's, I think, pretty insane, especially for only five points. Mm-hmm. The constellations, whatever... If you happen to be playing a Joker, cool. But you're probably not. I mean, to be fair, though, we've gotten some good Jokers in this set. Like the only takes two damage Joker. Is Haha Joker named the Joker? Yeah. I mean, that's a thing. Yeah. And the these and the the, the these just shouldn't matter either. Correct. So it should just be a, a Joker as well if such a thing exists, without the V in front of it. I'm just looking to check here real quick. I mean, it, it makes playing a theme pretty useful. Is So do we think that either one... Do we think paying for this one is good on a non-themed team? Mm, no. Or paying for any of these good on a non-themed team? Um, if you're... Yes, there's some of them that are. Alright, well let's, let's point that out when we get to them. Yeah. Um. So, so I have a stupid question for someone out of the loop. Yep. <laughs> We're um. What if I don't win math? <laughs> you get the consolation. Okay. Yeah. So okay, in, th- in this in this case, you get the friendly characters <laughs> named the Joker modify attack plus one. So your haha Joker. Let's say you lose map and go to Genosha. Your haha Joker now has an eleven attack. Okay, I mean, that's a thing, I guess. It's better than nothing for my point. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I mean... I mean, it's like the worst case... I'm playing a Joker, you know? Well, I think I think you play this one if you're playing a Joker. It's or all... you, like, play a bunch of Jokers. <laughs> I... But they're not themed. You know, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad at either. I think if you're playing a Joker... Just randomly playing a haha Joker and you have five points for some odd reason. This one may not be bad. It's very specific, but I mean, I mean that's that's pretty cool. I, I was just wondering because you know um, I may not be the only person who hasn't had a little bit of time to look at them. So yeah, no, that's I was just fine. checking. 
Con- yeah, continue they, uh, being clicks geniuses. Oh gosh. <laughs> um, I mean, just randomly giving Haha Joker a plus one attack. I mean, would you play pay plus one? Would you pay five points for a perplex all game? Oh yeah, I mean definitely. Sure. That's why I was asking because I didn't know. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's pretty sweet because uh, we all know Haha Joker can definitely use it. Yeah. Killing Joke Joker, he would be pretty sweet with that. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> um, so the other one on the Haha. Uh, what, ha ha hacienda has scrolled back up is uh, five points my babies need their space at the beginning of the game generate either a bud or lou bystander in your starting area if your force has a character named harley quinn generate both instead uh, they have the autonomous attack symbol uh, probability control but only during opponents turns on bud with a 10 attack uh, blades and then lou has uh, poison and if you give him an action token, he can deal penetrating damage when using the poison. 16 combat reflexes with shape change. Uh, and your consolation prize is at the end, beginning of the game, if your starting force has a character named Harley Quinn, generate either Bud or Lou bystander in your starting area. So you get a 5 point pop. <laughs> if you're playing a Harley. Right, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Well, that, you, that's you, pretty cool. If you're playing a Harley and you get on this map, then you get both bystanders. So, if I'm a, a big theme team person and I'm playing Joker and Harley, do I get both constellations? If you pay for 10 points, yeah. Okay. See, some people think I'm playing Devil's Advocate. I'm just clueless. <laughs> So that's pretty cool. Like, if you're playing a Gotham City Underworld team, you're like, okay, I get a Pog and plus one for Joker for ten points. That's pretty sweet. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think the Joker one is good by itself because uh, just randomly, haha, Joker's good on builds. Um, but I don't know if I could see a title Harley being outside of a theme <coughs> build. Um, I've seen it. I don't know. What do you think, PJ? I I, I like it. Um, like if you're playing Harley, I don't suggest it. I think this is one of those constellations you don't have to play theme for, though. But like, like you said, you have to already be on a Harley. Like if you want twenty five points or thirty points for a perplex and a problem on the opponent's turn, that seems okay. Because you can take the 25 point perplexy Harley and then take Bud as your beginning of game bystander. That feels okay for 30. Mm hmm. Yeah, worst case, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you definitely, I think this one's definitely more themey. This one feels better on a themey build in, to me. Whereas Joker could be on any Joker build, and it, and that's mostly due to there not being many competitive, well, like any competitive Harleys. Just the title Harley and that twenty-five point perplexer that PJ used, right? And there's although, still better stuff. <laughs> although it still feels like Sinestro is better if you want a twenty-five point perplex. Well, he wasn't out yet, so. Well, I know, but now. Yeah, yeah I I. I guess if you're playing like a 
100 point Harley and Rock Limited if locations are legal for that. That probably that could be cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'd pay five. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Uh, I mean, we haven't really talked to Pat about whether or not uh, they're legal or not for Rock Limited. I mean, terrain's <laughs> not, so I don't know if location bonuses will be or not. I hope so. I don't think they're so broken that they could be Rock Limited. Yeah. All right, so our second map and the starter is the Iceberg Lounge. Um. So this one is fairly standard uh, layout on the starting areas, uh, some blocking in the corners, elevated and blocking in the middle, um, with a nice little moat around the elevated in the middle. Um, thoughts on the map in general? The random one squares of elevation two with the blocking is awkward to me. Like... Oh, yeah. It has tidy holes already built into One, it. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, ironically, it's like, it's just outside of TK range, but... No, one, two, three, four, five, six. It's it, right inside of TK range. From row... It's in row eight. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. Don't, but I'm counting. Oh, yeah, I'm actually counting row two itself as one of the six. But, yeah, never mind. Right. Yeah, no, it's... It's a perfect square to TK to to equip. Yeah, the the problem is is that though if you give this to your opponent, they're going to pick that side or they should. Yeah. So that leaves you on the way other side of the map with no hidey holes. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's bad. I don't know where my the... hole's the hideiest. What were you going to say, PJ? I don't know where the numbers are on this map for the attacks. I assume they're in the same squares. Uh, I, it doesn't say on here, does it? Yeah, it's probably mirrored, if I had to guess. Because this is just the other side, right? Yeah. Let me scroll up here. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know if they're in the same spot or not, because on this other map, they're in the blocking and the... Oh, yeah, there's no way they are. Because yeah, I-8 is right in the middle of that nine-square nine brick of blocking. <laughs> it couldn't shoot anything from there. Right. So, I would have to look at the starter. Um, I don't have it upstairs with me, unfortunately. Does it actually have that on the actual map? This looks like they just copy-pasted this where it didn't belong. I'm looking at my humble abodes on the other side. Do you have the map in front of you, Jason? Oh, yeah. No, they just copy-pasted it. It even says... I don't think think Iceberg Lounge has that on it. Yeah, you're It just just has the penguin bystanders, I'm pretty sure. That makes more sense. So it just has Iceberg Lounge. Yeah, whoever here did this on HC Realms just messed up and copy-pasted that where it shouldn't be. Oh. All right. Okay. That makes sense, I guess. Because I was looking at the actual map last night, and it, it doesn't have that on it. Gotcha. So let's skip over my humble abode, because it doesn't exist. Uh, this one has Iceberg Lounge, five-point bonus. At the beginning of the game, generate two Iceberg Lounge bystanders in distinct squares of water terrain. Closer to your starting area than any other starting area. If your starting force has a character named the Penguin, you may generate up to four instead. Uh, You've got an Emperor Penguin with uh, Force Blast and Toughness. Uh, A Puffer Puffin Penguin with Smoke Cloud and Indom. And then a uh, Seal, which is not a Penguin. 
with plasticity and super senses. Um, two of them have dolphin and one of them has flight. Um, so the consolation one in on this one is at the beginning of the game, generate a emperor penguin bystander in your starting area or a square of water terrain closer to your starting area than any other starting area. Um, boy, I, li I like this one a lot. Because there's, no, yeah. there's really no downside. If you go to the map, you get four seals. I, I like the puffin. Yeah. I love the puffin. For what reason? Autonomous smoke cloud. Like you oh. never want to, you never want to put an action into smoke cloud. But it's fine if it doesn't count against your action total. Oh yeah. So I like I would make three seals and a puffin, or or two and two. I don't think I ever make an emperor penguin. No, emperor penguin doesn't feel right. Um, I mean aquatic seals sound good. Yep. But I guess like so I guess. Puffins really don't make smoke. Are they just really making a play on the word as a puff in his name, I guess? No idea. I guess I'd have to see the uh, the comic to understand. Um, but the constellation's even good, right? You just get a random seal or puffin? No, you get, an you get the emperor penguin only. Oh, the emperor penguin. Okay, I see that now. You get the worst one if you lose. Like, this is one you have to play on theme. Yeah. But um, that's totally doable. I mean, and, and like, I guess you don't have to, because, like, 25-point penguin is just good. Mm-hmm. So, at the chance that you win map and get four free dudes, I guess, is okay. Like, I would probably pay five points for it on my Mr.'s death build. Yeah, to just randomly get an emperor penguin yeah. or get all of the penguin seals. Yep, just to have bodies... And the I mean, map itself is just good. Like, it's just a really good map. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I dig it. I dig the map. Um, but yeah, I mean, 25 points for the... The 25-point the, the penguin is just good. So, I mean, that's what makes this one worth playing, I think. Yep. Jason, Dave, anything else to add? Yeah. I don't know. I like autonomous bystanders. Yeah, <laughs> they're probably fine. It's too bad mud men aren't autonomous. Oh, oh man, too bad. Yeah, too bad. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move on to pie poison ivy's greenhouse. You know, we got four maps in the starter. That's just a phenomenal value this time. Yeah. I'm, I'm really glad we did. I wish we got four maps in every starter for every set. This map just hurts my eyes to look at. This is my favorite map of all of them. I I agree with you. Um, so the map has the corner the corner zones, uh, a little bit of elevated in the middle, and some blocking. I think the bigger thing on this map is um, there's blocking in the corners, which just lowers the usable amount of runaway space. Yep. And those are indestructible blocking, too. 
Oh, yeah, I see that. You can't place a ring on it to open them up or anything. Like, it's just a super narrow I'm-in-your-face map. Yeah. I could could think of a couple teams that would like a super wide-open map where people can't run away. Yep. Like, all of them right now. Yeah, like the entire meta right now. Yeah. (laughs) And that's just good for people that, uh, for players that don't like to engage. We all know who those are. We've played against them. Like, there's nowhere that you can run on this map. With in high theme versus high theme right now. Um, Pretty good chance you can't just skate around the corners of the edge of the map. Because that's within, I don't know, let's count here. One square blocking to the other. One, two, three, four, it's, it's five, half. six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen-ish. Thirteen-ish. Uh, pretty much every team in the meta can cover thirteen squares. Yep. Without even breathing. Yeah, I mean, it's a Cyclops call-in, right? Like. Yeah, I mean, it's a Cyclops call-in, it's a... It's a Unimind call-in. It's a... It's just a, Unimind himself. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's a Unimind yeah. calling himself in. Oh. Um, okay. I don't know. I'm trying to cover up my mistake of words. Yeah. Jean Grey. I mean, like, every relevant shooty piece yeah. can reach this map. I mean, even, like, the the Ping and Pogs, right? Because that, that's the big thing that I think is coming out is of the Gotham City Underworld is that Pingans are back. Mm-hmm. So, penguins love this map. They know where to hide. Uh, I mean, there is a lot of hindering, so stealth is a thing. Um, so, I mean, I, th- there's unpulse waveable stealth. That doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, let's talk about the map bonus here. Five points for the conservatory at the beginning of the game. Choose a friendly character. That character has power. This location makes a close attack, targeting an opposing character, occupying hindering terrain. Instead of normal damage, a hit character is given an action token of this character. Given this action is named Poison Ivy, the attack may target an opposing character adjacent to hindering terrain. God, these things are a mouthful. Um, So, I think this is one that's better for the Consolation. The consolation is at the beginning of the game, place six hindering terrain markers on the map outside of the starting area. They stay indefinitely. Yep. Yeah, the power attack is not nearly as good as the consolation, or as good as the free attack. Uh, And this consolation is just phenomenal. It needs to be eight squares for me to be in love, but I can deal with six. Six is quite a bit. It doesn't fit a 2x4 Blackbird in it, though. Oh, fair. All right, all right. But but I guess two heavy objects and six markers do. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the markers can be destroyed, but then, I mean, uh, not the markers, but the objects, right? But if they're destroying objects, they're not shooting your other stuff. Right. So. No, I dig it. I dig this one a lot for its consolation. I mean, I guess the downside is you have to play this map, right? That's one of your maps. I mean, but you may you could want to go there. There's nothing wrong with going there. Yeah, but like I would play this on my 
Blackbird build. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd be fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. I dig it. What do you think, Jason? I don't want to play it because I just don't want to look at it. It hurts my eyes to look at it. The artwork is so busy. <laughs> oh, is it? I love looking at the Realms pictures when I'm doing these map reviews. The, this is this is much easier to look at. There's just, like, so much plant life on the map. Like, yeah. Good and map. the colors are just kind of... Uh... Mm. Interesting. I have to pull it out and take a look at it. Typically, I'm doing I'm doing this a little bit ahead of how I normally would do it. Uh, I mean, this weekend I've got uh, a states in Tennessee, so typically I don't look at anything from the new set map wise until it's going to be legal. Um, so typically, my review for this stuff is next week. But so I'm kind of I'm experiencing it for the first time with you guys as I look through it. So if I sound like I'm amazed, it's because I am. Um. The next one is the last one of the starter, the Gotham City Downtown Outdoor. And that one is... Uh, it's like Assassin's Alley. Yep. Is what I would equate it yeah. to. That's what I thought when I looked at it. Do the, uh, does the starting areas really extend into the blocking? Huh? Wow. Is that on the map, Jason? Do you I know? guess... It, mm, I, don't, I didn't pay enough attention to tell you. It looks right because um, 23E is actually not blocking. Huh. And it would need to mirror on both sides. So, maybe? Yeah. It, does, it doesn't make sense, though, yeah, for like uh, E1 and 2 to only be one square of the start, or two squares of starting area, and then L1 and 2. Yeah. Um, and just for reference, we are looking at the HC Atlas thread on Realms. Uh, for anybody that uh, is wants to follow along with us, um, so this the bonus is the first one is all characters have bat uh, all characters named Batman all characters have Batman perfect no <laughs> I'm just kidding all characters named Batman have improved target ignores hindering and the constellation is friendly characters named Batman modified defense plus one when they have zero one action tokens. Um, is anybody playing a main force Batman right now? I just no, no. If that said elevated instead of hindering, I would I would consider playing a Batman. Yes, that's but a good like, point. Because on hindering, and there's not even that much hindering. There's just a bunch of elevation. Yeah, and and there's not any good Batman like. You can't even use title Batman with it. Yeah. I guess, I, I don't know, I like to chase Batman, so maybe, but still wouldn't play this map because of that. Right, or Batman, or the Commissioner Gordon, right? He's named just the Batman, right? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. probably still not doing that, but... No, no, I'm not. We're, <laughs> we're reaching beyond reaching here, folks. Um, <laughs> the Constellation is, is tied to Batman again, modified defense, and... That's not that's not good. Um, plus two points from the rooftop. All characters named Robin have improved movement and ignores elevated hindering and outdoor blocking. Uh, the constellation is friendly characters named Robin modify speed plus two. Did you guys hear that? That was Nate White screaming in joy. Yeah, I heard it. I heard it. I heard, I heard a squee. 
Um, but let's make sure. Is are the thrill killers Robin's name? Yep. Robin. They're just Robin. Uh-huh. Um, thrill killers is part of their keyword or whatever. Yeah, part of their trait. Um, yeah. So, and that's only two points compared to five for the other ones. Um, so I think Nate loves this for Thrill Killer Robins. Yeah, I like the constellation a lot. <laughs> yeah, modify speed plus two. So uh, just for reference, um, our friend Nate White from Chicago uh, likes to play the Thrill Killer Robin, which is the uncommon O thirty uh, Robin from Harley Quinn. Um, it's got the Thrill Killer sixty two trait. When any character is KO'd by an attack, uh, after resolutions, remove an action token from Robin. Uh, and then hunting vengeance for Robin. When Robin is KO'd, give an action token to each opposing character within six squares. Um, and these Robins don't have any improved movement, um, anything along those lines. So giving them a six square charge as a consolation or charging up elevation, um, hindering and over blocking, that's pretty phenomenal. Yeah. I wish it was for Chase Robin's vehicles. Like, I wish there was just a way to make that happen. Sorry, say that again. I, w- I wish it worked with Chase Robin's vehicles from Elseworlds. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. It's a way, and that's such a stretch. <laughs> no, yeah, unfortunately not. Um, now we move on to the OP maps. Two of those left. Um... Gotham Museum from the OP kit uh, map in general reminds me a lot of Prison 42. Yeah. Um, and so it's uh, it's five point location bonus is at the beginning of the game generate a special light object with indestructible name cat's eye diamonds in the orange square it can't be used in object attacks while it's held the holder has free if this character occupies a starting area KO this object and modify either speed or attack plus one if this character given this action is named catwoman modify the chosen value by plus two um, when it's KO, generate this object again in the orange square. Consolation, friendly characters that can use stealth can use super senses when occupying hindering terrain, but only succeed on a six. Um, so let's talk about getting the bonus first. Because um, I think the real prize is in the consolation, but let's talk about the bonus. Uh, yeah. What's the what's the quickest way that you can think of to run out and get the object and get it back? Uh, the flash out of death. Does he have the highest movement right now? I, I I like to think that a flash has the highest movement. I actually don't know. Um, I think he's got like a twelve or thirteen, right? Let me see. So the the um. So high movement values and flashes. He's a fourteen. The the starter. I'm sorry. The OP one has fourteen. Um, the old school J has twelve. Uh, eight flash has eight. Flash God of Death has fourteen. I think fourteen's as high as we get because I can't think of anything else that's higher than fourteen. Yeah. No. 
Now, in Rock yep. Age, Casey Flash can run out there and get it and come back. Yeah. With, like, a TK, and you can play the 45-point Flash that has the 14 move from Elseworlds. And you could get it and then do nothing with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the rare Flash has a 12, so a TK out, he could run out there and get it and get back and have a 12 attack. Yeah. Well, I guess you'd want to drop it, right, and then somebody else pick it up. That's the whole, that'd be the real deal there, right? Can you even pick it up during a hypersonic? Like, you'd have to actually just move. Right? You'd actually just have to move. Ugh. Can't even no, get, like, no, a... I'm sorry. You can pick up, I'm sorry, you can pick up and hold, um, I, I've got that wrong. You can pick up an object with the first move of hypersonic, and you can drop it with the second move of hypersonic. Oh, well, that's not too bad. Um. But yeah, you're going to token up your 195-point KC Flash to run out there and get it. <laughs> Bro, just send your 25-point Lila Cheney out there to get it. Ooh. In perplexer do a 17 movement. <laughs> Pretty easy. <laughs> so now your Wolverines have 12 attack. A Wolverine has 12 attack. A, yeah, I, a, I did say yeah. A. I'm pretty sure I said A. If I didn't, I will say you A. Didn't. Did I say A or A? <laughs> um, but really, the constellation is the big deal here, right? So every one of your characters that can use stealth uh, when occupying hindering terrain have super senses but only succeed on a six. Um, I don't know. Good things that have stealth that are on theme. Chase angels. Yep. Yep. Did I? Did we just hear Jason and Nate White squeal a little bit? A little bit. A little bit. I do like this map. Um, it's a good map for teams that have to advance too. So mm-hmm. I like that. And the constellation is just incredible. Yeah, yeah, it's phenomenal. Sure you like it, Dan? I do, I do. I play thing that has a that has stealth, and he likes to have super senses yeah. as well. Yeah, it's, conveniently, you also get senses. That's weird. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but the problem is, is that I don't know. There is no problem with it. I don't guess. Um, <laughs> I have to have a high enough theme to beat X Men, and Uni doesn't have a real good way to do that unless no. I just play all floras. No, you want to lose map. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, never mind. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking about that wrong. Yeah, you don't you don't want a big theme. You just don't care. You just break theme. Just so yeah, you know. there you but, go. But if I don't win map, I don't get stealth, which means I'll never get senses. You get your objects. That's true. Just, no, no, no. I'm saying I don't get to pick stealth. Oh, right, right. Yeah, if you're going to keep me off stealth all game with leech, then uh, um, the senses don't matter. That's I'm, true. I mean, I just have regular <laughs> senses. Yeah, <laughs> but the, the and the thing is, what's funny? So I'm talking about a PJ's Blackbird build, uh, playing uh, Leech turn one, popping out. We'll hear about that later. Um, but yeah, he just takes my uni off of stealth, and my super senses that I get to pick only succeeds on a six, anyways, because Cyclops is shooting me. Um. Oh, okay. So the next map here is the Gotham Waterfront. I read it wrong for a second. And I thought the starting areas were on the elevation. And I was like, that's wrong. This, this is not right. Um, 
Orange squares are hindering terrain, so there's some good hindering terrain. Um, if you pay the five points, shipping crate, uh, characters occupying or adjacent to an orange square have free roll a d6, three or four, uh, generate a standard light, five or six, generate a standard or a uh, standard light or a heavy, place the object adjacent to that character, consolation. When placing objects at the beginning of the game, you may place three additional standard objects. So let's talk about the map itself. Um, the map itself is awkward. Yep. Um, the water on the one side, I like the asymmetricalness of it. Um... And I like that there is the water terrain surrounding the uh, second level of elevation from like A15 down to D24. Um, so if things don't ignore hindering for movement, they can have a little bit of a hard time getting to you. If they have to splish splash out and then splish splash back, back in. Um, I think this is the best uh, King Shark map for WizKids events. Right? Um, yes. Isn't that, bridge, isn't that bridge map still? With water on both sides, isn't that still legal from Spider-Man? The, the Manhattan Bridge is, but you've got to go down the elevation to splash into the water. Yeah, true. This one, you just sidestep out into the water, and then you can run wherever you want. Yeah. Like, there's some spots that are, like, awkward to get to, like, L5, but I think all in all, it's it's easy access to water on the whole map. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, as far as King Sharks running their full movement, right, and then flurrying you. Yeah. Uh, they can do it from either starting area. Yep. Um... So what about the constellation if you don't get it? If you just get three additional heavies? I like it. It's not terrible. Like, th- it's good enough. Like, there, there's builds that are going to want it. I mean, I, I can't think of any off the top of my head. But it's definitely not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't think of anything that really burns through objects these days. Like four main force chase Jean Grays, doing all the free TKs. Uh, what do you think, Jason? Nah, it's okay. Yeah, I don't really use objects much in my build, so. Yeah, I think everything that would use an ob- a light object and pick it up already has flurry. Sharks, Wolverines. You know those those guys already have flurries, so they can't use objects anyways during the flurries. Um, but I mean, it's it's fine. I think these things come into play if you just have the five points left and you're maxed out on IDs. Play a constellation. Play this map as your third map. I don't think anybody's gonna be upset about that. So I dig them. Lots of options. A new depth of play. Um, is this the newest depth of play that we've had since Terrain? So it would have been uh, IDs in 2015, right? Special Terrains in uh, 16. No, nope, 7- Retaliation. 
Uh, no, yeah, that's why I was asking. So IDs, retail, uh, special terrain, and now locations. The equipment increased drastically? Uh, I mean, there was equipment before. Yeah, um, yeah they made it more of a forefront thing, made it its own keywords. Sure. No, I, I, I would agree with that. I mean, these don't give up points either. I mean, unless you just lose the whole team. That is true. Yeah, at least you don't like start the game five points down if you don't win or something like that. But we'll see next week if any of these in particular are banned. Who knows? They might just make this a fun thing and just ban all of the maps. I don't think they will. <laughs> that would be sad. It's their new thing. This their new thing. They're not going to ban it. I know. I'm just being. Uh, I'm being facetious today. So, PJ, let's. Uh, we'll, we'll give you a little bit of the floor here. Um, I'll. Um, I'll interject some questions as you go through things. So, what we want to do is just kind of run through each of your rounds. What you had five rounds in a top eight. Yes. So, just give us a rundown of your build. Um, I mean, you got a Majestics article coming out with all the super details. Um, but we just want to hear a little bit about your path to victory. We might have some questions for you along the way. And um, we'll just start out with the first question from Tom Shannonbarger, who's uh, one of your teammates, correct? Yep. Uh, does being Canadian champ require you to say A more often? It it does, because I'm all, I've already used it more times today than I have in my life. So, and that's once. <laughs> So, by default, is correct. So, uh, Mr. Chops, um, Mr. Chops did. Thanks for being on today, Jason. Uh, Jason and Dave yep. had to end us a little bit early. They uh, they have life in front of them. So, just going to be the me and PJ show. Uh, Mr. Chops did get with me, PJ, um, and um, you know he he wanted to congratulate you for winning, um, uh, which is not often for the nasty ass wrestling alligator. Um, but he would want to know, are you up for a fight to the death, or do you get to watch Mr. Chomps eat your blackbird? Uh, I'd let him eat the blackbird. I ain't about that life. You ain't, you ain't about fighting the nasty-ass wrestling alligator? Not, not for my bird. Maybe for my beard, but not for my bird. <laughs> Man, alright. He's feeling hungry, you know, who am I to deny him a meal? <laughs> I don't know if he's if he's down to eating plastic toys for a meal. He's in pretty bad shape. That's what I'm thinking. The nasty ass wrestling alligator association uh, must not be paying very well. <laughs> so, uh, just give us a rundown of your team, and uh, just starting with round one, I'll I'll interject as I as I see here. All right. So the team was 55 point bird with the resource dial, two Wolverines. Two Moiras, Thug, Pim Tank, a Cyclops at 50, and then three uh, faculty IDs that were Professor X, Cyclops, Wolverine, and then five free students that was Jubilee, Jean Grey, uh, Leech, Rusty, and I'm forgetting... Oh, Cyclops, duh. Um, oh, and a boxing ring. 
So the build's pretty cut and dry. A whole bunch of perplex, a whole bunch of leadership. It's typical X Men. It's just with a with the Blackbird resource instead of uh, Lila and whatever else you're filling those points with. Um, so what made you go. what made you uh, quickly? It's kind of what made you arrive at that set of IDs. Um, I feel like of the eight, like six of them are really concrete. The only ones I was flexing on at all were Jubilee and Jean Grey. Um, like Jean is only able to be brought in through the resource. So that was kind of had me off put, and I almost cut it out for like Uncommon Iceman. And then, uh, same thing with Jubilee, she almost became Uncommon Iceman. But after kind of scouting around the first couple days of the quali- or the first day with the first couple qualifiers, I wanted the energy explosion more than I wanted the the in uh, cap, and then Gene just did well in testing, so I decided not to change it and just keep the like being able to real boy her in or real girl whatever, and then carry away somebody who did a different call in is kind of tricky and like lets you get rid of Brudexes so they don't get retaliated if you didn't kill all their colossals. So it just enables a lot of stuff. And then, you know, like Rusty is only there to spend my resource. Leech is there for pick-a-power matchups. Um, and then the rest of them are just good, like just high-value call-ins. Yeah, so. multiple multiple Cyclopses, multiple, or an extra Wolverine, an extra Professor X, all money. Yeah, can't can't be upset with any of that stuff. No, not at all. All right. Uh, so round one, I played against uh, uh, Ed Ab, uh, Arnold Berkovitz, you know Isaac's dad, uh, former Rock Cup champ, the one that you dethroned, technically, right? Yeah, he won. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He didn't defend uh, it. He did not defend his title against me. Right. 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 So I wasn't super excited about having to play somebody round one that is known to be really good. Um, and he was playing uh, X-Men with Lila and Deadpool instead of uh, Blackbird. And like uh, playing a main force Cyclops, two Wolverines, I think, was the rest of it, and some IDs. Um, like the game itself, he uh, I moved up, he threw a tank at me, and then uh, I killed his Deadpool on turn two to make sure he couldn't use a lot of his ID cards because he had, like, Chase Gene, Chamber, and stuff like that that only oh, he could... Oh, ouch. So, priority one was kill Deadpool. Oh, I called in Rusty turn one and rolled, like, a five. So I was able to real boy Cyclops in order to get the Force Blast to do the seven. Oh, man. Yeah, I got the one shot to Deadpool. It felt pretty good. It was worth eating two damage on most of my team. And then our game ended up being stupidly close. Like, I think the final score was, like, 385 to 292. Like, That's insane. Yeah, a lot of call-ins died that game on both sides. Um, Ed made top 8 with like 2,500 points at 3-2. and two. Like, it was insane. <laughs> wow. Um, round 2, I played against uh, Bradley Wilson from Pusheen, who was playing the exact same build. Like, piece for piece, all the call-ins, everything was the same. Um, I don't remember this game like at all because I played against a lot of X-Men um I know I killed his Deadpool early 
and that's all I can remember. Uh, I know I won, for what that's worth. Sure. And I know it was, and I didn't like steamroll him. Like it was a pretty close game, a lot of trades. Yeah. Um, but I, I know I had both of my Wolverines left when I won. So like tempo is still pretty heavy in my favor. Sure. Uh, next round I remember a lot better. Uh, I played against Tom Kerr, who was playing Mr. Steph, Lockjaw, Charlie X, and, like, two retails, uh, Groot and Server. Uh, I won map, went to Genosha. Um, it was the only time I've ever picked that map. And, uh, so I called in Rusty, got the real boy Leech to keep him off of TK on his Lockjaw. Then I moved up a Wolverine by itself, triple perplex defense. Um, since he didn't have TK, he just moved Mr. Steth on top of Mjolnir. Um, so I sidestep Colin Brudex, perplex, um, make him a 14 for 5, triple target Mr. Steth, Brute, Surter, uh, and I rolled doubles. So uh, I knocked Mr. Steth back three squares off of Mjolnir. So it clicked her onto sidestep, but she wasn't in sidestep range. Oh, ouch. So, like, it was literally the luckiest thing, <laughs> and I was pretty excited about it, and you could just, like, you could tell he wasn't. <laughs> and uh, I think that's actually what decided the game, because next turn he tanks me, and then I uh, real boy Jean Grey and break both of his objects that he had. Did you um, uh, did you TK him at him, or shoot one yeah. at TK, or...? I, I power TK'd the Asgardian shield at his big tank to deal one, and then uh, free action TK'd uh, Mjolnir at his tank to kill the tank and both of his objects in a turn. Oh, man. So, um, and then after that, I just flurried Lockjaw a couple times and cleaned up. Uh, I, I killed Charlie X somewhere in there. I don't remember where. I know I, I, know I perplexed damage to a 6 because I didn't know how deep he was. Shot him with a Cyclops. Um, you know, uh, perplex. Uh, KOing somebody's objects at them is uh, is only clutch whenever it's in the final match, right? Uh, hey, you know what? Every game's the finals when you're trying to make top cut. Uh, that is true. That is true. <laughs> Especially with, with what, 44 players and five rounds in a top eight. Yeah. That should have really been a top 16. Um, yep. We, that's what a lot of us said. Um, but... They wanted to get done. Um, the only reason I didn't argue it too much is all uh, four and ones made top eight, so at least no four. If any four and one would, could have got excluded at all, I would have argued until I was blue in the face. Sure, but uh, like with the math, you had to go four one, and then maybe a very minuscule chance of a three two making it, and one actually did. Like it's it was like less than a one percent chance, and. Oh wow! Well, yeah, like every pair down had to lose, and it happened. So. Oh wow, that's some insane math. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that puts me at three zero. I'm feeling pretty good. Um, round four, I play against Devin Owens, uh, who ended up undefeated in Swiss because he crapped on me. Um, I went into the game kind of cocky because I was like looking at his team. I'm like, yeah, I can't lose, and I was really wrong. Um. He won map, put me on underground, and then I... What was he playing? Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, he was playing a cosmic theme with Moondragon, Unseen, Lockjaw, Groot, Mangog? Oh, yeah. I'm missing something in I there. I like at least four of those things that you said. 
missing some. I'm missing something in there. Maybe a flora also. I don't. I don't remember. I feel like he was a plus six theme, and I only named five pieces. But anyway, um, he does Mangog equip me on here on the Moon Dragon, and then I run over and kill Mangog because X Men can't deal with Mangog. Um, he ends up calling in Jean Grey to TK his Moon Dragon into position to flurry and kill my bird. And then I'm sitting here counting lines of fire and trying to make sure everything's right for my shot two shots on Moon Dragon with my uh, big Cyclops. And I don't think about the fact that my uh, I can call in a Cyclops to get another attack on it to kill it. So instead I call in Jubilee to kill a couple Walking Woods. And then I realize I could have killed Moon Dragon that turn because I was actually going to be shooting out a wall with the big Cyclops and then my little one could have moved into the hole that he shot out and finished it up. But so instead I put Moon Dragon to last click. Um, he gets to retaliate with Groot. He makes a walking wood. The walking wood hits both attacks on a Wolverine, kills it. Um, walking kills my wood. It was just all in all a bad, just horrible swing of turns. And then it comes down to where all I have left is... Like, I've killed his retals, and all I have left is Wolverine, a royal hatchling to carry Wolverine around, and a thug. So I call in Wolverine, charge Flurry Unseen, hit, he misses senses, I hit for a two on Blades. Because I might as well go for the Blades, because I don't know that he's going to miss that 50-50 again. And uh, then the next hit, he hits the senses. And I'm like, you know what, Thug's going to go ahead and take a shot, might as well try it. And I rolled the crit hit, and it did three and killed Unseen. Oh. <laughs> so that was the highlight of that entire game for me, and I gave my thug a nickname. He is now Thug Slayer of the Unseen, like, <laughs> for all of eternity. <laughs> like, yeah, you never... don't ever lose that thug. <laughs> no, <laughs> never. Oh my gosh, that's epic. Like, he's even got his gun turned sideways, like, so... I, I I what I play this game to like picture these situations in my head, right? That's why we imaginatively play this game. So there's like unseen, and I, he's in his dark cloak, right? And like the thug comes out and is like, "Hey, man, what you doing?" Bow, and like it's like a super hot nine millimeter round, and he's like, "Blam!" And then like the the guy in the black cloak just falls down to the ground. He's like, "Hey, man, I got him." <laughs> See, I was picturing Wolverine flurries, right? And he dodges that attack, and he's all cocky because he just dodged it, and he turns around to walk away and just catches a bullet in the neck. (laughs) 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 But of all that, of that entire game, after like I made the the play mistake, and like Devin played phenomenally, like that was the highlight of the entire game. (laughs) Oh man, that just feels bad. Just poor unseen. And and that adds to my unseen isn't that good thing, right? Because he gets killed by thugs. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Thugs good 50% of the time. That's right. <laughs> Which is a little bit less than how good the mirror is. The Touché. Mir- the mirror is terrible 33% of the time. Yeah, it's literally a waste of points 33% of the time. Yeah. <laughs> So you're going into round five, and you have to win, but you've got good points. Uh, you're not likely. Did you know at this point you likely weren't to be the three two? 
I, I knew there was no way I was going to beat a 3-2. Because Isaac was 2-2 with, like, 2,000 points. Mm-hmm. Or 1,700 points or something. Like, just an absurd amount. And I, I only scored, like, you know, what, 125 points in that loss or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I knew I had to win an in. I, I could not afford to lose. Um, so... Going into it, I was like, "All right, I gotta, I gotta play serious, no matter who I play against, no matter what." And uh, I sit down, and it's Jason Osorio who uh, was playing Blackbird, but at full, with like uh, a couple Wolverines, a Moira, and like two X students, trainees, the ones with Plasticity Poison as one of their options. Okay, sure. Played two of that one. So I won map, um, I do the turn one leech, and he's confused. I was expecting him to pilot with Moira, so I could shut off a perplex by calling in leech, so when he goes to pick powers, I can say no perplex. But he piloted with a student, so I was like, well, that was a big old waste of points, or waste of time. Um, but What dial did he put? Did you get to pick the dial, or...? Yeah, I got to pick, um, but it's distinct, so I put one of the plasticity, poison... And one at, uh, it has super senses. I don't remember what okay. else it has. Sure. Um, but like I, I didn't know that one was gonna pilot. Oh, mind control super senses. That was the other one. Um. So you keep so, the, you keep the jet off of poison. Uh, he he ended up piloting with the mind control one, nice. so he couldn't even. Pick up so the, yeah. You just, yeah, so then you're definitely like, I just wasted yeah. all those points. It was completely, I'm like, ah, eh, Leech is super out. It might be useful. It never was. But it could have been. Um, sure. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember a whole lot of details from the game. Like, all these X-Men matches just all blurred together. And I know I killed his Wolverines and left his jet for last because it's, you know, it's full dial. I'm not going to sit there and try to chug through it. It's like... 16 clicks or 18 clicks. Sure. So, like, I go for his Wolverines. Um, I kill them, and then uh, he just tries to run away with his Blackbird. And he had, like, a very small point lead, I think. Um, and, but I had both my Wolverines and both my Moira's still left. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually I killed his bird, and that's all that it came down to. Oh, wow. So, so you I, we had a lot of so you go in at the second seed, right? Yep. I went in as the two. So I knew that if, if I was going to have to play Devin again, it wouldn't be until the finals because I didn't, like, I don't like playing the person I lost to early. Sure. It kind of defeats the purpose. Because um, he actually beat Kenji in the last round to bump Kenji down to, like, the four seed or something. Oh, wow. Um, so um, I had to play against Matt Esbrook. In top eight, who is playing Unimine, Lockjaw, Skyscraper, Wonder Woman, uh, Flora Colossus, and uh, Pym Tank. Um, so plus four cosmic theme. I'm sitting there like going over the matchup in my head. I'm 90% confident in a, my Unimine matchup if I win map roll. And then I didn't win map roll. So I'm like, okay. I'm like trying to play it through my head out on what to even do. And he puts me on the promenade with all those elevation changes. And, like, he puts the the bird 
down in the elevation one and creates like a little two square hidey hole so wolverines can't punch him. So, you know, it's fair. Fair idea against X-Men. But he admittedly never played against Blackbird version of X-Men. He's only played against the Lila version, so he's used to Wolverines coming over and flurrying a bunch. So he picks up Stealth, TKs to the symbiote, equips it, you know, does everything he's supposed to. I'm like, well, crap. But then I'm like, all right, I'm going to try to play his game, and I'm going to take a small point lead and make him come to me. So um, I do the turn one leech and then pass. Uh, He does some sidestepping. um, He picks powers with Unimind. So I'm like, well, we're just going to say no hypersonic speed. Because, like, he's already in stealth. I'm not going to come over and commit. Uh, So my next turn, like, like I said, he just dirtles, does some sidestepping, heals Flora. And then I call in Cyclops, shoot his skyscraper Wonder Woman to go up 15 to 3. And that's why I'll stop you right there. That's why I love Mudman. Because in the Mudman scenario, you go over and nuke Mudman. And he goes, okay, I just remove a life token. Yep. So same matchup, 20 to 15 point character difference allowed allowed a massive shift in tempo in your favor. Yeah, I got to control the entire pace of, of the game because of the fact that it was there. Um, like, Flora had already healed, so I wasn't going to score Flora. He healed at turn one. So the free points were either his Pym Tank or Wonder Woman. But with all those elevation changes, it's really awkward to get a shot on the Pym Tank. Sure. So, But Wonder um, Woman's giant, and it's a, a colossal, and it's an outdoor map. Yep, I shot her from, like, row 7 or yeah. 8. Um, so he ends up calling in a gene. He drops a tank on my team. I kill the tank. So now I'm up, you know, 65 to 3 or whatever. And uh, I just regroup, uh, use X-Men heal on my Wolverines with both Moiras, get him, get him back to top click. So I keep him off hypersonic continuously, like the entire game. That's the only power I ever pick with Leech. Because of the way the map's set up, he can't use his range. So he goes to zero tokens, and then for his first token, he just moves over into my team. Pick oh. senses, moves over. Mm, it feels bad. So, this feels bad. No, like, it was fine, because I'm not on Flurry with my Wolverines. Like, I had nothing to do to him. He didn't drop Power Cosmic, so I had no outwits on him. So I charge with both Wolverines. I end up with all my attacks that I threw out in that turn. I did two damage. That was it. He rolled out better than I did then. So he got rollouts, and I missed, and, you know, it just it worked out really well for him. So he goes to pick Powers next turn. I say no Hypersonic. He picks Sidestep. Sidesteps up in elevation, and I'm sitting there looking at it, and then he starts counting squares from Lockjaw, and I look over and see the Harley, and I'm like, oh my god, I positioned wrong. He's going to kill both my Wolverines this turn. Um, He goes to pick powers with Lockjaw. I say no prop. See if I can get lucky. Um, Because what's going to happen, he's going to dual target, shoot both of my Wolverines, put them to stop. Then call in Harley, running shot over, energy explosion, kill both of them. And I'm just like, well, if he does that, I probably just lose. So he drops Power Cosmic, goes plus two attack, plus two damage, because he was on three damage and had to deal four. Um, 
then dual targets the Wolverines and crit misses. And just, like, sits there, baffled. And I'm just like, oh, man. <laughs> like, my my head was in my hands. Like, I had accepted defeat, and then he crit missed. And so that put his Unimind right there, ready to be out with. Dropped Power Cosmic, and he had two tokens. So. <laughs> like, I yeah. can't, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> I... Like, 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 had that turn played out well for him, like, had he killed both of the Wolverines, my bird was on two tokens with no, uh, no Moira adjacent to it. So, like, my next turn would have been clear, and then he clears. Yeah. Like, oh, like, I don't know, man, I just, <laughs> like, I feel bad that he crit missed, right? But, and, yeah, and, 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 and in my perspective, I've been accused of conservative play before. Like, not that I'm slow or anything like that. I engage, but I don't take many risks. Um, And and I can tell you that that would probably not be a risk that I take. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't not not chance a crit miss. Now, if he'd he'd have picked a power with Lockjaw and rolled a two, that would have been better. Well, I'd have been fine with that because then he he would have had to move Lockjaw into position for the prob. Right, and that means no Harley. It's just if, if it played out that exact way, mm-hmm. I was I was done. What power was he going to pick, though? Like he was going to pick Prob and just move up with Lockjaw, but then saw it, saw the that he could do it, and he ended up picking Perplex. No, he ended up picking Sidestep to be in a better square for the call. It so was it was he seven squares away or eight squares away? For who? From Lockjaw. Lockjaw to... I mean, I don't know if you remember this. Was he there, seven? Um, I think he was like six, but there was an elevation thing in between. Oh, okay, gotcha. So he had yeah. to move no matter what. Yeah, yeah. Like, he couldn't have even running shotted to get there. Like, he would have had to commit an actual move action. Gotcha. Because um, I'm thinking the other option, if he was had line of fire, but it was only eight, if he takes you off prob, then you just pick running shot or pulse wave and hope to roll the two. Right. So then you get the plus stats. So then you can see for the prob, but um, this is the mat that uh, I'm. So again, like I told you, and I am. I'm totally stoked that you won, but I feel bad that the uh, the uni that made top eight um, uh, lost. Because um, at this point, you just auto auto wreck him, right? So I like I pop uni. I miss a couple attacks, and like he has some chance to do stuff. Uh, I end up killing Makari and Cersei, and then I ignore Thanos and just leave. Because like, you're welcome for that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't... Uh, I get a couple tokens off Lockjaw. Like, I know I'm ahead enough on points that I can sacrifice a Wolverine. So I just, like, charge him in at Lockjaw and just keep him kind of busy. Just more or less... Like, I don't want to say wasting time, but wasting time. Like... Well, you're not you're not stalling, right? You're 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 doing actions that progress the game in a timely manner, but you're yep. not doing things with the purpose of ending the game. Correct. Which is fine. I mean, you but at that point you have to either kill Thanos or you have to kill Lockjaw. So you're not doing anything wrong by charging and kill and trying to take tokens off Lockjaw. Yeah. Because you know not to kill Thanos because of right. our practice sessions. Because a double gauntleted double gauntleted Lockjaw can destroy the remainder of an X-Men team. 
Yep. With some good roles. Yeah. All he had left was Thanos for a lockjaw. And, like, yeah. I just, I did, like, uh, what I did in one of our games where I moved Leech into one corner. And then, like, I moved Amoira down to the other corner. And I took my other Wolverine down and around, starting to go toward the uh, his side corner. So that way, like, he had, to, I had over 300. He had to score my build. So I know the best thing I can do is just spread out. Sure. And then time got called anyway, so. Yeah. The only thing he, I think he could have done, uh, I probably would have ended up just pushing uh, Thanos to death. Yeah. Like, uh, well, or does he, he... Didn't have time. Because it went, I pop uni, he clears the next turn. Then he moved with Thanos into position to be able to prob for the flurry to try to kill my Wolverine with his lockjaw. But then when he picked powers, I said no flurry. So that was kind of um, counterproductive. But And then time got called before he ever got to do anything else with Thanos. Fair. Like I, anything I said was like it makes for like a short game. Like I think we only played four or five turns. But there was a lot of thought in all of those turns. And it was actually, I think, me who was slow playing, unfortunately. Mm. Like he was pretty decisive. And, but I had a lot of turns where it's like gambles. And I had to like make sure it was worth the gambles. Yeah. Yeah, but it was. I mean, like if the if the crit miss doesn't pay off, it's a different game. Or if the crit miss Shit. is not, it's a different game. Um, so, I, I again, I'm super proud of you, but I, I, I mean, I'm also admittedly um, disappointed a bit for uh, Matt. But uh, you you had had some really good practice against Uni Lockjaw the the weekend before, so yeah. Yeah, got got some good reps in with that. So, so top four. Yeah, top four. Uh, I play against the last Canadian. Yeah, right? you knocked Patricia uh, out, right? Yep, played against Patricia, uh, who was playing X Men with Lila and Deadpool. And again, like I said earlier, all my X Men games kind of blended together. Um, I know I won map, went to a muck time. Uh, I piloted and passed. Like I kept my rusty. I didn't do anything. I just passed. And so she moves up, did a bunch of perplexing and defenses. I dropped a tank on her team. Uh, she kills my tank and then, like, whiffed a bunch of attacks. And then um, I end up killing her Deadpool the next turn. And then... So let me, she... let, me, let me ask you this real quick while I'm thinking about it. So I hear that a lot of t- players drop the tank on their team. Like... I don't see the use of that. Is it just to knock Wolverines to Battle Fury? Um, it doesn't actually put them to Battle Fury because they have toughness. Well, it knocks them two clicks, right? So they have Charge Flurry and then uh, Charge uh, Battle Fury. It's on the second click. Uh, do they have Battle Fury on click yeah. two? Mm-hmm. I thought they, no, they have Exploit on click two. No, yeah. are you sure? Yeah. Oh, yeah, never mind. Okay, you're right. I was like, I didn't think they did. Because the Battle Fury thing comes up later. Like where it's actually relevant. <laughs> oh no, they have Battle Fury on their last click. Yeah. No, um it was to actually just to get two damage on Cyclops and two damage on Deadpool. Um because they had big defenses, so I got to throw a tank at, at a smaller defense and then spread Lila out. Uh I like I put the both Wolverines all the way in the back of the tank, put the Cyclops right up by my team, uh put Deadpool off to the side. Mm-hmm. So like, her next turn was trying to figure out how to recover, 
Um, like, she wanted to call in Wolverine, but didn't want to waste it. But she knew she needed to heal. Um, and then, like I said, I ended up killing our Deadpool that next turn. I just shot him for five. And then I think she might have killed my bird, and that's how I hit him for five. But I don't remember if that's the game where my bird never died. I, I just can't remember. Fair. But um, I know she was just, she couldn't hit anything. Like, it was just, it was horrible. Like, she calls in Jubilee, and then, like, she rolls, she hits, I prob it, she crit misses or rolls a three. Um, I end up scoring over build. Um, she had a Darwin left, and, you know, she never conceded. She's like, we're going to play it out. <laughs> and, like, I'm just chugging attacks at her Darwin. It took, you know, probably three, four turns. So Darwin was the only thing left? Yeah, yeah. And he was he was moving up himself. Like, Lila couldn't carry him, so he's just like, well, here I come. I'm adapting. Lila, why couldn't Lila carry him? It was like Lila, Deadpool, two Wolverines, and a Cyclops being carried. Oh, okay, gotcha. And then Darwin was just a leftover. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, no, no, makes sense. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, get to go to the finals. Yeah, Pretty I think, excited about that. And I think at least by the time you got the Darwin left on the board, at least uh, she wasn't ahead on points, right? So you didn't have to, like, chug through the oh. Darwin. No, no, no. I I think she only scored, like, 85 points on me. Gotcha. So, like, I I mean, I knew it was it was over. It was just a matter of, you know, she refused to concede, and we were going to play it out. Like, and I'm fine with that. You know, I don't expect anybody to concede at any point in the game. Sure. Um... But yeah, I was I was stoked to make it to nationals finals again, and but at the same time, kind of like, damn it, I better not get second again. Right. Yeah. So uh, it was Ed and Kenji were playing in the other top four match. So all of top four were the four X Men builds that made top cut. So it was half the field, and then it was all the field. Yeah. But X Men are fine. It's it's nice to have name theme teams, right? Yeah, I'm not I'm not complaining about it. <laughs> it's inherently fun to play. I think anytime you can say I get to charge, you're having a good time. Sure. Fair. Is that everyone complained for so long that that power was underused, and now they're complaining that Wolverine's broken? Like, you, no, stop it. Mm. I mean, he is pretty busted, but yeah, no, he's fine. No, he's <laughs> Don't fine. Don't complain about him as an attacker. Like, complain about what he does as support. Don't complain about the fact that he's using charge and flurry. I don't know, man. It's that flurry's pretty busted. <laughs> Alright, you made the final match. The other two were playing. Yeah, so Kenji beats Ed, and I preferred it that way because I played against Ed earlier, so he got to see like what the team could do. So I wanted to play against somebody who hasn't, and I don't know if that benefits, but, like, I don't know. I, I like to think it helps a little bit, right? Yeah, that's fair. Um, So I win map. And go to a muck time because that's just the way to go. Like I don't want anywhere to hide. And I pilot and pass. And I don't know if he didn't know that I had a full map reach, or if he just thought like his crackback was going to be worse than what I could do to him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he just like perplexed up some defenses and passed back. So I'm like, well, guess I'll go throw a tank at your team. So he had a Moira off to the side that didn't get any perplexes. So I'm like, I guess I'll take the 13 on the 17. Uh, full map reach, drop the tank on everything but that Moira. 
so it puts his Cyclops to last click and uh, puts damage on both of his Wolverines, puts two on Lila, like, uh, puts two on Deadpool. Um, I know I'm extended. Um, he ends up killing my tank, killing my Blackbird, and then positioning a Cyclops next to his, or next to a Wolverine for the Mastermind. So on my next turn, big Cyclops is out. Uh, I kill Deadpool. Just running shot, shoot him for five, he's dead. Free attack, kill the Cyclops that killed my bird. Then call in Brudex late, because I'm an idiot. <laughs> Should have called it in before I started killing stuff, but it, it it's whatever. Um... Right, so to, get, I, to get all the, the hatchlings, right? I should have got one hatchling before that from killing the Cyclops. But, like, Deadpool, I wouldn't make one. But I should have got I should have had one right then. And not saying that makes or breaks anything, but I should. That's still the right play. No, I mean, you just want... Yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat. It's one of those things when you get to this level of play, a win is is always phenomenal. But you look back on a game and you're like, man, if I'd have just did that, it would have been perfection. Yep. And you're like, man, I just didn't do that one little thing that kept this thing from a win to a win from perfection. Yeah. And, like, the worst part is, like, this turn felt so good to me. Because, like, I knew my bird was dying. I got to kill his Deadpool. I killed his call-in. And I was getting ready to kill a Cyclops and his put his Wolverine to a stop click. Like, that was just going to be a great turn. And, like, I perplex up Brudex range by one with my, like, last perplex. I don't remember where all of them went. But, um, I end up being an 11 on an 18 because he's in hindering. Or, no, I go one into attack. It's 11 on a 19, or 12 on a 19, because he perplexed defense once and he was in hindering. The Wolverine was an 18. I roll, I miss, I burn my first prob, I miss again, burn a second prob, I hit, he burns a prob, then I miss two more times. Three more. I missed five times total. I missed five chances at a seven. And he only used one prob. I used four of my theme probs that turn to miss complete, just on killing the Cyclops. Like, it should have just been dead. Yeah. And at that point, like, if I kill the Cyclops and put the Wolverine to stop, I just feel like I can't lose. But instead, he heals that Cyclops on his turn and uses it to kill my big one. Uh, well, it wasn't big anymore, but kills my main force one. Yeah. Um, then, like, comes in with a Wolverine, and maybe, no, he had to use the Wolverine to do it, uh, with a free attack, that's what it was. He sidestepped back to his Lila, Lila phased over, free attack with Wolverine to kill my Cyclops. But then I got to kill his Wolverine, so it was a good trade. Um, we go back and forth on some kills, um, we pause time, we ask the judge to pause time so we can do a point count. Um, we forget that I killed the Cyclops call-in, so we have him up on points. So I'm like, oh, shit. All right. Here we go. <laughs> um, all that's alive. I have both Moiras and a Wolverine and a Thug. He has Lila, Moira, Wolverine. Um, so I start coming in. Uh, he's back in a corner. I end up getting to where I can call in a Wolverine, charge, flurry to try to kill Lila, miss both attacks. And I'm just like, well, that freaking blows. Um... So he attacks my Wolverine with his, and crit misses. Goes back to his stop click, or goes to his stop click. And I'm like, oh, okay, so I actually do have a chance. 
Um, he ends up X-Men healing with his Moira and killing his own Moira to do it. Okay, all right. So you're, so, th- you're thinking you're getting closer on points, yep. Yep, I'm like, I know I know it's getting close. He has uh, Lila with one token and a Wolverine with one token. So he phases into my boxing ring. Um, we forget that he has Battle Fury on his last click. He phases into the boxing ring. Um, I move up with Moira, outwit leadership on Wolverine so that I know he's not going anywhere. So I'd set my Wolverine up pass. Then the judge is like, hey, he has Battle Fury. You can't carry him. I'm like, I don't care. We're here. And, like, they were starting to want to rewind it. I'm like, no, we've already wasted time. It doesn't matter because I could have done the exact same thing over there. It's fine. They're like, okay, if you want it that way. <laughs> like, stay out of it. It's fine. It sucks. I should have seen it. But I didn't, and it's fine We're where we're at. Yeah. So I didn't want to have to go back and figure out, like, what square my Moira was in. Like, it just would have been a huge waste of time. Sure. So I I get the outwit on the leadership. He calls in Rusty with Wolverine, goes to two tokens, um, kills... I had two Moiras left at that time. He kills one of the Moiras with Rusty. And... Because I outwitted sidestep in leadership. So he kills the one that outwitted sidestep. Sidestep's outside of the ring. Um... So I sidestep in, call in Jubilee, double perplex attack, and uh, running shot energy explosion targeting Rusty, Lila, uh, Wolverine. Wolverine's outside the ring, so I go back down to a 10. Uh, I roll the 9 to kill to, that hits Lila, Rusty, and that hits everybody. And then he theme probs me, and I roll another 9. So it kills Lila, kills Rusty, puts Wolverine to stop. And I'm like, awesome. So uh, he's double token, so he has to clear, and he's on stop click. Um, I outwitted sidestep, so he couldn't move. Um, I charge with my Wolverine, needing, or it's like a 12 on a 17, need a 5, and I roll a 3. And so that puts my Wolverine to two tokens, and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> um, he regens, heals one. Then I clear my Wolverine and move my uh, Moira adjacent to him. So next turn I can like outwit toughness and have like a perplex... Uh, so I can try to double tap him, um, and he attacks my Moira, kills her, puts it down where it's just Wolverine on Wolverine, and I have a thug this whole time that I've completely forgot about because of how far I was leaning over the table. Sure. It was, like, underneath my chest, so I just couldn't see it. The thug's man was like, um, hey, man, well, you forgot about me, man. Yeah, it felt really bad. Cause, I, like, ki- I killed that unseen earlier, man. <laughs> he could he could have killed a Wolverine, too. Like, that had so many turns that he could have done stuff. Because, um, like, we're speed playing at this point, thinking there's, like, no time left. Um, I still think I'm down on points. And, like, he kills my Moira, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to attack. Need a, or need a seven, because I'm on click two, so I have the ten attack. I hit, and then I'm like, free attack because you damaged an X-Men, and he puts his head in his hands like he forgot about that. Because he killed my And then I hit, and it killed him. So I got to win with only a Wolverine and my thug left. Yeah. <laughs> and my Wolverine was on second to last click. Like, if I don't kill him that turn, he can attack and then free attack. Or he can flurry and then free attack. Yeah. So wow, That's insane. Yeah, like, the first thing we said to each other at, at the end of it was, you know, after the good games, it's like, why weren't they streaming? Like, like this is the type of game that people would be screaming about if they were watching it live. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, it was a roller coaster of emotions. Like, you know, like I have a huge lead, like for tempo, and then all of a sudden I miss all these attacks. 
and then he gets the tempo, and then he crit misses, and then, like, I hit double nines, and then, like, I miss a five, and, oh, man, it was just, it was crazy. Wow. That's nuts. Well, congratulations, man. I'm I'm really proud of you personally, and uh, I know the community's really proud of you as well uh, for getting that uh, for getting that big win. Um, if I if I was to play advocate for a minute, now it's just time for a world's championship. Yep, that's what I need. So that's what I'm gonna hope for here in a couple months. You can months. try. You can try. I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely try. Doesn't mean I'll succeed, but I will certainly. <laughs> Same here, same here. <laughs> I uh, I need to get that WizKids World's Championship, and I need to uh, uh, become the first back-to-back Rock World Championship. That's not asking too much. Um, I mean, there's I mean, there's other things to ask, I guess. <laughs> no, like I wasn't saying like that sarcastic. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's not asking too much. No, it's just like another eighteen rounds of Hero Clicks to play really well in. Potentially, not uh, not anything too much. Just another shit ton of practice and team building. You know, it's funny thinking about that. So, uh, Battle World may come out the week before Rock Cup. Oh man! <laughs> uh, there's no official release date, and then before Worlds, there'll be Star Trek. Nice. With like two weeks of run- runway, probably. So not that there's anything that was game breaking in Star Trek, maybe the map again, but there could be like, but yeah. Battle World a week before Rock Cup is intense. Yeah, potentially. Now it could come out the week of Rock Cup, which is fine. Yeah, which just doesn't matter at all. Right. But part of me wants the intenseness, and part of me doesn't. Um, but uh, I don't know. We'll see, man. Let's hop into some questions. We got a, a few more minutes of your time. You're going to be on Married with Clicks tonight. Uh, this will uh, this will be out after you're on Married with Clicks. So um, if you haven't watched PJ on Married with Clicks, go check out the Champ Chat on their YouTube channel here soon. Um, let's uh, let's answer our questions here. Brian Poling writes in: What is the one weakness of the X Men Swarm? Oh. I, I actually think Mangog is the right answer. But. Yeah, Mangog is totally the right answer. Um, I'll, I will preview my team tomorrow before I start Tennessee States. Um, I am playing uh, Pip the Troll, Lockjaw, um, Starfox, Mjolnir, two Floras, Groot, and a Mangog. Um, so I'm a plus seven to equal out the plus sevens of X-Men. going to play probably the new water map. Because uh, that just feels good to heal Florist by two. Yeah. Um, and play the uh, Rock Dungeon map and uh, Wakanda. Um, and then there's a boxing ring on there too. So um, I'm just like really, it. I'm just really hoping for enough body blockers on the Mangog. That that's, seems uh, very feasible. That that's really the goal. And he's not scared of energy explosion, so... Uh, he is scared of a crit hit. Like, I'm terrified of a crit hit energy explosion. Uh, you know what? They they earn it if they crit hit energy explode. Because that yeah. means they were willing to use an energy explosion knowing that they had to crit hit. Yeah. Um, Jason, last night in practice, uh, he was... So, obviously, tomorrow is not... Uh, Batman's not legal. 
but we've started practicing with trouble alerts. Uh, and Jason missed three tacks in a row on his Wolverines and brought out Chase Wonder Woman. Nice. Uh, but then he proceeded to lose because he couldn't kill my Groot with those three attacks. Right. So Groot came over and was like, here's a walking wood. Um, Flora healed up four times, so healed twice for two. And it was on a charge, ten attack, three damage. Actually knocked a Wolverine to the stop click from the bo- from charging into the boxing ring. Um, that just felt so amazing. Like, I just can't describe how amazing that felt to have this 10-point tree smack a $70 super rare into the water. <laughs> Get wrecked, son. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kyle Mitten writes in, what does he do to maintain that thing called a beard on his chin? What's it going to take for PJ to shave it all off? Uh, for maintenance, I, uh, I comb it every day, and I also wash it every, like, every day when I wash my hair. And then it would take an act of God for me to shave it, because the wife doesn't want me to. So, therefore it stays. Yep, that's a good reason. Whether I want it or not. (laughs) Yeah, I do the same thing. I, uh, I comb it, I comb my beard, uh, wash it with some beard soap, and I have beard balm that I rub in it. And yep. come, and come I use your bomb when I go out. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Pinion wants to know, uh, did you try poutine? Um, I've had it before when I was down in New Orleans, but I didn't try it in Canada. Uh, I only had pizza and Subway when I was in Canada. So, How was Canadian really. pizza? Um, it was Domino's. So You're The exact same as here then. <laughs> yeah, the exact same. The Subway was interesting because... They didn't have, like, pepper jack cheese, and they had, like, some different, like, combinations, I guess. And the guy barely spoke English, so, like, I ordered a Subway Club, and he's just, like, turkey? I'm like, yep. Got it. <laughs> like, were you you were in, were you in French Canada then? Very much in gotcha. French. Like, my, uh, my uh, Uber driver from the airport warned me. He's like, you're probably not going to find anybody that speaks English. I'm like, oh, no. Like, I didn't. I don't, I don't speak I French. Didn't have, I, I didn't have that problem at all. Just the one, the one guy at Subway, and the person in front of me was a dick. So like, I couldn't tell the guy like that he's making my sandwich wrong. I was just like, whatever. I'm not a picky eater. Like, like I was like, I need tomato, and he starts putting lettuce on. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I guess that's, <laughs> I guess uh, that's having lettuce. Yeah. <laughs> um. Drew Warren wants to know, uh, how do y'all like this current meta? Is it fun to play in? If y'all could change one thing about it, what could it be? Uh, I'll start with this one. I think, yeah, it is fun to play in. If I could change one thing, I would like unoutwittable mastermind or equipable stealth. (laughs) Like, Like, just imagine. No, here's the thing. Listen, just hear me out. A uh, Lex Joker duo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's unoutwittable mastermind. Yeah. So I, it just retired sixty days ago. I mean, we have unoutwittable mastermind. Uh, on what? All the AI chases. Uh, I'm talking about top dial. No, you don't ever plan uh, on. You don't uh, ever want to plan on getting hit. <laughs> top like, dial. That's like getting okay. hit. Getting hit is not a plan. Right, that's fair. So, yeah, no, the AI chases are fine, but 
Yeah, that, <laughs> let's not talk about trying to get damage to use our mastermind. That's not a good plan. But like, yeah, Lex Joker duo. I, w- I would want unoutwittable mastermind. Now, obviously, PJ knows this, but I want an eternal with mastermind. Um, I want you mind to have it. Whatever. I'm a greedy man. Um, so then I can just play Cersei Mastermind Eternal. So you either take me off stealth or you take me off Mastermind with Leech. That's when I play double Leech. That'll show you. Yeah, then I still get senses. <laughs> it's better than Mastermind. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> You'll teach me with that main force Leech. That's darn right. So what about you, PJ? Um, it's definitely fun to play in right now because diversity is inherently fun. And like, even if you're on and playing X Men and playing in the mirror, that matchup's just really fun because it's just throwing a whole bunch of dice at each other. And um, if I could change something, uh, I probably want more access to improve targeting on hindering. Not even, like, as an ID, just, like, a better piece that just has it. That doesn't cost 150-plus points. True. That's fair. I mean, yeah, and we just lost a bunch of that, right? And we've had a bunch of that, um, I would say, for a long time. Because there was a time period where there was a ton of even wild card and Avengers initiative. Um, yeah. And... I'd be fine with that. Yeah, and, like... the. There was plenty of D, uh, a spotlight. Uh, then there was plenty of Nick Fury and Nightwing ID. Um, but no, stealth is huge. Stealth is a big deal. Um, I can tell you a lot of the Gotham City stuff has been what has Mastermind and Stealth top dial and can go on a large theme. Yeah. <laughs> what can Mastermind to Big Tony? Uh, Big Tony or a suited henchman, right? Oh, yeah. You're fine giving up five points every attack if it means your big guy's not taking six. Right. For sure. Uh, next question. Uh, Devin Nunamaker, how much time uh, do you, PJ, dedicate to team building? Does Let's answer that part first. Uh, a lot. <laughs> Just, like, while I'm at work, it's mindless, so... A lot of my brain just drifts into best ways to play points on a team. Yeah, I mean, I guess, and this is a little bit weird to say, but I'm like, do you ever stop thinking about hero clicks? Not, not that often. Like, I mean, obviously, I think about other stuff. But, sure, but like, like, if if I start to daydream, it, I'm daydreaming about Lockjaws and you know Ninja Turtles fighting and Mudman and freaking X-Men's flurrying, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, I do other things in life, and I focus on things, but um, most of my free time is hero clicks. Yep. I enjoy it, right? I mean, I think you say the same thing, right? It's that enjoyable to us, both of us, that um, we just enjoy doing it. Absolutely. Uh, does your wife ever get upset with you for traveling all over the place, or is she just quite possibly the coolest wife ever? Now I know that Devin lives near you, so she knows she he probably knows the answer to this. So, I'll, but I'll let you answer it for our <laughs> folks. Um, she is definitely the coolest wife ever. Got. I have to go on record to say that. I would disagree with you. Sam's the coolest wife ever. 
Because she plays with you, right? Okay, she's the coolest wife that doesn't play. Fair. Okay. <laughs> I'll concede that. Um, the other part of the question, she does get upset every now and again. Like, uh, this weekend, for example, I'm, you know, I'm judging an event and playing in one, and, like, her aunt's birthday is in Illinois, and I, she was wanting me to go, and I'm like, well, I can't, because stuff. So, like, when things, when schedule conflicts happen, and then every now and again I'll get the, well, if you were here, you know, sass, but yeah, ne- she's never honestly been out of shape about it, so... Right. And and I think to be clear that um, we um, we make sure that we have dedicated family time. Yeah. Um, like for example, Sam and I are going to be taking two trips this year that are clicks free. Now, not to say that we won't take clicks with us uh, and play or talk about teams, but they're trips that are not clicks dedicated. Yeah. Um, um, so let's see. Jacob Marcus writes in, How powerful is the Gotham City Underground keyword with the new set? Uh, he talks about the leaderships. JW Penguins, Pog, Suited Henchmen's. Hell yeah. Kite Man's. Hell yeah. Yeah. Just all that shit. I mean, I'm all about it. Uh, we could definitely do a whole segment, which I intend to do soon, on Gotham City Underground. Uh, and dive into that a little bit further, Jacob. But just um, sort on realms by Gotham City Underworld or Underground, and just put all that shit on a team. You won't be disappointed, casually or competitively. Yeah, um, I'm liking it a lot too. Yeah, it's fun, um, and it's good. It's not just fun; it's good. Right um, now. The one warning I would give out, and I've experienced this with some of our practice games, is there's a lot of shit going on, and you have to announce all of that shit because it is definitely, um, it, it's key. The announcement of it is key. Like, I'll just take the title Harley borrowing the Batman enemy attack value to move the penguins because you have to announce that you're making the attack. You have to announce that you're using the Batman enemy team ability to replace the attack value to attack the Fast Forces Penguin. Yep. Because those are all requirements of doing that interaction. Now, um, you know, I, I would let somebody, you know, make you know, maybe the first time during a the game they do it, but, I, you know, I expect those announcements to be made. Um, because those are all crucial to... Uh, activate like the penguins movement because as far as I know as your opponent maybe you don't want to activate the penguins movement with Harley maybe you're wanting to activate the penguins movement with another penguin is that a, is that a fair statement PJ yeah no, that's that's fair um, I definitely don't argue with that so um, you know, I mean, there's. it's not like one of those things where it's like, oh, it's obvious that you meant to do this, right? I'm not trying to hold somebody to a gotcha. It's it's game effects that you have to do in a certain order. Yeah. Um, you know. And I'm good, like, if you make it clear, like, in the beginning, hey, I'm going to be doing this every turn or whatever. Sure. No, 100%. Then go for it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Just no. say, okay, Harley's attack on Penguin. Then I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like every time I'm going to move the Penguin with Harley. Like that's the, that's what I'm doing every time is making that. I'm I'm okay with those sort of announcements, but if you're changing yeah. it up and that sort of thing, then and then that becomes a problem. Right. Uh, Lucas Tom Van Hollen writes in the King of the North, and we had multiples of King of the North. Um, you yeah. took you took it away from Adam Cole, baby. Yeah, he said he's gonna pass me his crown when I see him next. Nice. <laughs> uh. Giordano writes in, do you think WizKids should change their tiebreaker system to arm wrestling? Yes. Uh, no. Yes. Have you ever met Jason Keem? Um, Jason's not that big. <laughs> I think I could take Jason in arm wrestling. But, like, but what about Isaac? Like, against it, like, you know what I mean? Like, well, I not mean, a very good tiebreaker if you're not on level ground. I mean, Isaac just needs now, to learn. Isaac needs to, wrestling. do you lift, bro? <laughs> I'd be down for some thumb wrestling for a tiebreakers. Oh man, I don't have pretty big thumbs. <laughs> um, no, I, this is obviously a joke question. I do not think of arm wrestling. Um, if anything, I would I would propose uh, speedoed uh, muscle uh, speedoed mud wrestling. Mm. Um, That'd be something. You can raise money on the side too. Yeah, in which case my opponent would just be scared away by a six foot six naked man running at them. They're like, I give yeah. up! I concede! I'm out! I'm out! He actually <laughs> got in the Speedo. Uh, Zach Strong writes in, What piece did you try to make work competitively but never could? Um, can I answer for you, PJ? Sure. Uh, Mistress Death with Tigra and Penguin? <laughs> fair. <laughs> That's fair. Um, Granted, I am going to be playing that again at some point. Like, there's a guarantee. No, I know. And it's good. It's just, it just was not good at all that day for you. Right. Um, it was good enough to get you into Worlds, and I'm only, I'm only saying that to you in jest, not in not in meanness. Um, but I think for me, um, I don't know, man. That's, uh, um, there was, there has been a few in the past couple of years that I really wanted to play. Like, I really wanted to play in 400 Limited the Lockjaw, the rare Lockjaw from Guardians of the Galaxy, and four Deck Stars. <laughs> so, Animal... That sounds awesome. Animal Theme Team, Penetrating Poison, lots of Blades. Um, and, like, I practiced it several times, and, like, none of my Blades rolls were above a three. Oh, well, it's hard to win when you don't roll good on blades when you're relying on blades right so i was like so i guess in general like i try to make a competitive team that relied on blades and that is just i learned that that was not a good thing to do <laughs> so who would win in a pillow fight Clickstaff or phoenix nest uh probably you guys why uh have you seen maddie <laughs> <laughs> no, i don't know Later. but i but i've seen ed Right, but so here's what would be, here's what go down. Right, we'd start. It'd be you know we'd be going back and forth. Matt would take a good one in the face from Dave. Then me like me Ed and everybody else would have to make sure Matt's okay because he'd be crying on the floor. And then you guys would just hit us in the backs because you know cheap shots and stuff. Right, because we're not above doing that. Right. So I, that's that's in my mind how it would play out. Right. Matt cries, we lose. 
Okay, fair enough. Thanks, Matt. You just cost Phoenix Nest the pillow fight. <laughs> Way to go, Matty. Uh, Nathan Deal writes in, is Green Arrow Chase more playable? We have leadership for Gotham City and Gordon, and he can barrier too. Renee Montoya can help people keep him away, keep people away, plus some PD ability help. Um, oh, what do you think, PJ? Uh, so the first direct answer to the question, is he more playable now? No, because he doesn't have an ID card. Um, but I think he's probably fine main force because he's inherently good against what is good in the meta right now. So, like, you just have to find a way to play it right, which hasn't been done yet, I don't think, by anyone. Right, I'd agree. But I think it's not something that people should ignore. It's definitely right. doable. Yeah, I agree with that. I think the other thing that um, would be is that everything that's good in the meta right now, competitive landscape, I caught myself there, is um, is also good at getting in a Chase Green Arrow's face. Yeah. So... Um, David writes in, uh, do people ever think you are me? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Never happened. <laughs> um, Simeon, I think you, I think I got it right the first time last time. My question is for PJ is when are you going to turn heel and be the bad boy of hero clicks we all need? Uh, never. We have Paris Gordon to be the heel. Fair enough. Uh, what piece do you think, Tyler Spees writes in, what piece do you think is really good in the meta right now that for some reason people are ignoring? For me, it's Dr. Midnight since Stealth is so good. He felt so well on a Samcap team for protecting their opening turn. Um, I think Riddler. I think Riddler's not getting enough love right now. Uh, Riddler made top 16 at Nats. Yeah, but I think he's better than just sporadically popping up on a team. Sure. Uh, well, he's Gotham City Underworld, right? Yep. So. And I have a sketch one, and I think it looks amazing. I'd agree with that. All right, PJ, well, you're getting ready to start on the Married with Clicks, so let's wrap it up with final thoughts and close out for today. What are your final thoughts? Uh, I don't know that I have any other than I love you guys. Well, we love you too, PJ. Uh, Mangog loves you. And thanks, everybody, for listening to Clicks Off today, and we'll talk to you all next time.